Really Riley. Really Riley. Really Riley. Really Riley. Really Riley. Really Riley. Are you ready? This is the Really Riley Podcast. Woo! Well, hello, beloveds. Happy Monday. Ugh, we made it to another week. We made it through another weekend. Hopefully it's starting on a good note for you guys. Um, I wanted to say kind of, I guess, late, but by the time you hear this, it will be late. But as I'm recording it right now, after a very long weekend of good things, I wanted to say happy National Radio Day. Um, felt kind of weird about it when I saw that today because I was like, Whew, this is the first time that that hashtag holiday is being celebrated by me when I wasn't a part of the actual terrestrial radio world. Sounds kind of a little bit of a Debbie Downer, but it's not. Um, for me, I have this hope, this belief, this fire reignited me since morning show boot camp that radio ain't done with me yet. But she was my first love, as I told you guys a lot of times. She was the first thing in life that I actually tried for, fought for, gave everything for. You know, because growing up as a kid, I was good at a lot of things, but I don't know that I was great at much. And I can say this without being pompous today that I damn well know I was and still am great at radio. And I had to stop myself from being like, oh, you know, that's past life, because no, it's not. Right now, it might be on pause. But what is that that Tamara Judge on Real Housewives of OC says in her catch line now? Yes, everything relates back to Bravo. It was like, oh, I might have been on pause, but now I'm ready to play. And I was like, yeah, I like that. So happy National Radio Day to my first love. Um, and the thing that gave me, my husband, my kids, a lot of fucking memories, and you, which is one of the most special parts. So welcome to Really Riley, friends. If you guys are new to this podcast, this is the place where I like to talk about everything from radio, podcasting, fitness, um, my old dating life. Um, I like to celebrate you guys with the show me the ring. I like to do ask Riley where I talk about all the crooked roads I've been to, to get to the right ones and the one I'm still navigating. And I like to give you advice on stuff that maybe I have been through, or maybe just because I have a real raw perspective on things that I like to be the person you can come to that will tell you the truth always, even if you don't really know me that well. Because sometimes me being a very real and raw person has gotten me into trouble, but then again, has it really? Because as I'm learning, there are no mistakes. There are no mistakes in the universe, and when you set your intentions the right way, it all works out if you're faithful enough to grab what's there for you. And I feel like that's what's been happening a lot to me lately. Like I said, if you guys have heard the last couple of podcasts about Morning Show Bootcamp, my fire's been reignited. I'm sassy again. And I like that me that's coming back out. And it's a cool feeling. So this weekend, I had two pop-ups at the same place. It's a little coffee shop called Five West in Newmarket, Maryland, literally right across the street from where I had my wedding reception where I fell in love with my husband. We had all of our first Valentine's Day there. We were supposed to go there on our first date, but it was closed. We lived over there like for a little while. My husband had a house there. So that place is very special to me. 
And I've been wanting to do a pop-up there for forever just because I love that community. I love that little strip. I didn't know this until the other day, but apparently Newmarket, Maryland used to be like the number one antiquing like spot or like the historically the biggest or best one. I forget what the verbiage was, but you know, in Maryland, which is amazing to me, but also it's crazy to me too, because I'm an antiquer. I love to go vintage shopping. That's where I find a lot of my vessels for my crystal intention candles for my house of W business. And I think it's really cool that that was once a thing. Um, but I didn't realize that cause I mean, there's really only like six or seven or eight, or maybe six now, like uh, vintage shops there, but they're so cool. But I thought it was really neat because it was a listener that put me in the pot for this new thing that they're doing where five West has this really beautiful, like little parking lot out in the back with like tables and this gravel area that they're going to have one vendor do a pop-up each weekend. And it was so cool because you know, when you get to a lot of these pop-up shop things from a business standpoint, sometimes they're hard to get into. Like I remember when I first was trying to get into them, I was like, oh my God, I suck. Cause like I was filling out all these applications and this annoys me too, because a lot of times you'll fill out an application for a pop-up. They're like, oh, it's $75 to apply. And I'm like, wait a minute, you want $75 just to look at my Instagram and decide whether or not you're going to tell me no. Seems like a little bit of a hooey, but there are those ones that if they have to spend money for the event space, they have to pay for it somehow. I guess I get that. But then you have a fee after the registration fee to get in. So that just seems like, but whatever. It's a business just like anything else. And with entrepreneurship, this is all things that I'm navigating right now. However, it was really special to be asked to be there because it's just my jam. As I was pulling in to Five West on Saturday, I noticed like you, because it's a very, it's just like a main street in Newmarket. And you take a left and you go back to their parking lot and I noticed the cemetery that was back there. Don't think me weird, but I've always had a very big affinity for cemeteries. This is strange, but like a lot of times when I would go to a new place and move there for radio, I wouldn't know anybody. And I've just always been very intrigued by old, <laughs> this sounds so weird, like old tombstones and stuff like that. Like I went to... Oakland Cemetery in Atlanta for my 33rd birthday. That's what I wanted to do because I used to do tours there and it was actually really fun. Like I was drinking at the time, but like we got drunk and went through the cemetery and we took pictures by the mausoleums and then there was this crab place next to it that that's all I love to eat on my birthday is crab legs. Yes, don't come for me. I know I'm in Maryland right now and it's supposed to be blue crabs, but I like snow crabs because I grew up in Florida. Anywho's will be. It was like I just always have had this thing about whenever I would be lonely or sad, I would go there and recognize that life could be a lot worse. And it makes you turn inward and think about your purpose and what you want to do while you're still here and while your heart's still beating. As a matter of fact, I made some new podcast merch that I'm going to send first to the We Got This fam, the We Got This army, because that's a perk of theirs that you guys... When you sign up, you get the merch first. You get to see it first. And then you get five bucks off. But I'm not going to make this an ad right now. I'll give you all that info later if you're interested. Um, but I made a shirt that was like a half hoodie, a, a short sleeve hoodie that said, you know, while your heart still beats, keep going. And that's been my thing, like keep going. When we had an Ask Riley last week. Someone asked me something and my answer to her was, you know, just keep going. Just hold on. Because for me, it's always been a thing in life that like the minute I'm ready to let go, that I've had it, 
and I just can't go anymore, or so I think, boom. It's like that's when a breakthrough happens, and I felt like this weekend was one of those big ones. Being out there at that pop-up and, like, a part of the community that I've loved for so long, and, like, apparently there's a lot of hoops you have to go through to even hold a pop-up there because it's a historical place. So, you know, a lot of stuff you have to go through the city and all that, and that's never any fun. But I was really proud to be there. And also, they just wanted me to be there. They were so happy. They were so accommodating. Oh, my God. If you've never been to 5 West and Newmarket, go. The cutest place with the best coffee and the best atmosphere. It's adorable. It's an old house. But they came and they welcomed me. They were like, oh, do you need me to, you need to help set up? And, you know, they brought me a coffee and I was just talking. And it was so cool to get to know the owner. The owner's story is pretty incredible how she put this together and how she had this property and, you know, it's difficult to, I guess, flip, like turn those those buildings that are historical into something else because there's only certain things that the city, I guess, allows to have there. And she had to, you know, go through a lot of meetings and a lot of hoops and things to make this pop-up situation happen. And why does she want to do it? Yeah, to bring business to her establishment, but to Newmarket as a whole. And I love that because I've always had such a special place in my heart for a new market, Maryland. And she was telling me the story of how when she decided to turn it into a coffee shop, she'd never, ever known anything about running a coffee shop. She's like, all right, fuck it, let's do it. And I was like, oh, you're my kind of girl. And then she was saying about how she came about with her coffee because she had to pick the right coffee and she really wanted it to be good coffee, obviously. And like she had some snafus going on with the person that she had picked or whatever that it fell through at first. And then she went and bought all of their equipment because I guess they got out of it and figured out. So it was like, do you know how to use this? She's like, no, but I'm going to figure it out. And she sure as shit did because three years later, that place is rocking and knocking. And I love that. I love the idea of just saying, fuck fear, let's go. What's funny is I had my fuck fear candle from my karma collection and I haven't sold that one yet. And maybe I'm not supposed to, maybe that's supposed to be mine, but I wanted to give it to her so bad and I still might, but I just love that. And that kind of like set the tone for a lot of things. I was out there and obviously anybody that came out and bought a candle, my We Got This Army that came, listeners that I haven't met before, I met some new ones, got to hug some old ones, got to squeeze even tighter. My Charmin was out there and I met my new, I call her my queen of snark because <laughs> she's so snarky and wonderful. I got to hang out with her and it was just great. I met a listener that came up to me and she was like shaking and she was like, Riley, you don't understand during COVID, like I was afraid to drive into work. I had like PTSD from it all, from being in the house or whatever. I didn't want to get in the car, but I used to listening to you on the morning show that you were on. And she was like, I, I wanted to hear you guys. And she was like, okay, that was like my reward. Get in the car. If you want to listen to them, you have to get in the car and go to work. And I was like, oh my God, I, I, none of that is lost on me ever was amazing to hear. Then today I met another listener that came up and she was so sweet and patient because I had like a lot of hustle and bustle and was like, you know, doing my business thing. And, you know, I was telling her about the candles, but then she was like, no, I actually have bought one from you before. Like I was going through grief and my dad passed away and you made me a candle. And she said that it was helping. 
and she had a gift for me. And the most beautiful, colorful bag with this beautiful blue tissue paper, attention to detail, right? And I pulled out the gift and it was a little wooden sign that said, you got this. And I started to tear up because it looked just like the one that Kane had given me a long time ago that I don't know where it is. It got lost in a couple of moves and I'm pretty sure it's going to find its way back to me when I need it most because he has a sense of, he has a way of doing that as my mentor throughout the years and one of the greatest people ever to hit the radio waves despite whatever demons happen later. His legacy still sits with me every single day. And that was such a reminder. Like, hey, you're doing the right thing. You do have this. Woo! Okay, get it together, Riley. Um, but it was so special to speak with her and for her to tell me, like, this is, you know, the new way. This is the things that are coming to you that are supposed to. And she's like, I don't even think that you know how far you're going to go. And I don't. <laughs> but I can feel the winds of change shifting even more. It's funny how like when you start diving back into your manifestations and believing in good things that you start paying attention to the small stuff that end up meaning everything. Not that you guys drive in here, there, and everywhere to see me and hug me and even more so give me these beautiful tokens of hope that I have all over my house. I was telling this listener, I was like, I have y'all in my bathroom. I have y'all in my closet. I have y'all all around my studio. I have you in my living room and my downstairs. I have you in my candle room. I have you everywhere everywhere and in my heart too but oh it was very very uplifting and thank you thank you thank you I got so many new people discovering my candles and this is a cool part about it too that it's like they don't know me for shit they don't know who I was or who I used to do or or who I used to do Jesus criminy uh, what I used to do and still do, whatever. They, they had no idea of Riley Couture. I was just the lady with the candles and they loved them and they were buying them up. And I'm like, oh my God, thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, because I've been doing my my manifestations of like money flows to me and through me and like keep looking at this vision board from 2022 that said House of W and Really Riley podcasts are going to be the thing that sets your family financially free. And yes, Lord. For the first time in almost a year, I was like, okay, we can maybe breathe for this month, you know, because a couple hours before that, I was fighting with the unemployment website. My goodness. I I mean, hey, you got to do what you have to do. And I have respect and humility for the grind of starting over and figuring out new ways to make money and also seeing your business that literally came just out of love. The candles came out of Rose quartz that I had left over from my wedding, the rose quartz that I manifested my husband with, and the rose quartz that a listener gave me to give out because she had a lot of it. Ugh, isn't it weird how it all just comes together? Because then the owner was talking about how she wants to do coffee candles and how she wants to put coffee beans in them. I'm like, oh my God, yes. Maybe there's like a retail opportunity, which would be so fucking cool. Everything is just coming up crystals. <laughs> I won't say coming up roses because everything is coming up crystals right now for me. 
rose quartz ones filled with lots of love and gratitude. But it was really fucking cool. And I'm so grateful. I'm really happy. And this weekend wasn't with some snafus because now our two-year-old, Malin, has his first set of stitches. And people tell me with boys it's bound to happen at some point. But Lyric's almost eight years old and I haven't had to do that yet. So mommy was not prepared to get that text from daddy this morning. Daddy handled it. He took him to the emergency room. And I just, my mama heart was hurting for him to be going through that and me not there. And I know some of you might be like, well, why didn't you leave and go be by his side? I'm like, well, because I had this commitment to be here. And that sort of sits with me a little bit because I know some mamas would have been like, screw that, you know, but other mamas are like, it's just two stitches. He's going to be fine. He's going to have like, I guess, a cool little eyebrow scar, you know, but it just, it did mess with me at first. I've been noticing something about myself too in terms of boundaries. When you're an empath, as I've been told, and I really do think I am after I've done a little bit of research, like the psychological research of being an empath, that you, when you open yourself up to that, it's almost like an energy field that people can feel. It's almost like what they say about like ghosts and stuff, that if they, they sense your chicken shit, that they will come and feed on that. Just completely the opposite of the message I'm giving you right now, but I digress. It's that a lot of people have always felt so comfortable opening up to me. And I love that because that's what I've asked for. I've always said that. I, I'm proud to be that person. But I noticed this weekend that I started taking a lot of that in in a negative way. And it was weird. Maybe it was because my pop-up was like two days or something. But I, I feel people's emotions so deeply when they tell me their story because they need to tell it. And they need to feel inspiration past that. And I was happy to give it in the moment. It was so great. And then they get to take a little piece of me and my candles home with them and hopefully feel the same warm and fuzzy feeling I give when you're in my presence. That's what I hope happens. But then I left there and I felt physically ill. And I don't mean I was like sick because of what people were saying to me or I was like, oh God, it wasn't that. It was like auras like you you take people's auras on and you know they always say in the book the secret like when a lot of people talk about like sickness or sadness or depression or things like that what you think about you bring about you know like words become like thoughts becomes things and whatever and so I think a lot of that feeling was sitting with me and I like wanted to regurgitate it up and not that I was resentful for anyone telling me their story and please don't take this and be like well I'm never going to say anything to her again because that would make me really sad I just think that now that I have moved past or am moving past you know because grief is not linear a lot of the things that have happened in the last year I have opened my my sunshine heart space or chakra or whatever to all the good things that when some of the sadness seeps in there it sits a little deeper so when I talk about boundaries, I'm not talking about today or, you know, people that have told me their stories because I cherish that. I do. But I think I've realized that sometimes the boundary does have to be there, that I physically as one human can't take on every bit of energy from everyone else. I have to work on how I'm going to dispel some of that. And I don't mean that in a negative context. It's just I'm going to have to find energies and like I'm going to have to 
get some sage and cleanse myself just because I don't think the negative energy comes from others sharing their story and connection. I think the negative energy or maybe not even negative energy was heavy energy stays with you. And I need to sage more because last time I did that, it was amazing how different my house felt. But it was also, I started the day with my baby, you know, having an injury. And I think some of that sat with me too. And like I said, bad energy, if it's around anybody, even if it's across the room and it's not the person you're talking to, will suck into you like a moth to a flame. And I think some of that got in there. And I think because I have recognized and worked for done the work in therapy, done the work in crying and feeling the things and working back up to a better space. I think because of that, when I start feeling heaviness, I get allergic to it. Maybe that's why I wanted to throw up. (laughs) But then we left there and it was really cool because I didn't realize that the coffee shop closed early on Sundays and I was like, oh my God, now I can pack up and I can make it to Lyric's first tournament on time. So he got asked, oh my God, I'm so proud. My seven-year-old, who's about to be eight, Lyric, got asked to play soccer in tournaments on Sundays with teams that are two years older than him because they think that he's that good. And I was so excited because he was nervous, but like his mama, he rises to the occasion through all of those nerves and all the things that you think about yourself and doubt and all that. And he was getting out of the car and... But but let me back up. So I was very excited that I got to be there on time. I actually got to come home and change my clothes because Mother Nature went from it being like this beautiful breezy evening or morning on Saturday to like hot and swass ass sweaty. And I smelled like an onion. So I was like, I got to change it. I really did smell that bad. Um, <laughs> but I was excited to be there with him and we were getting out of the car and he's like, mommy, I'm not sure if I'm going to score that goal today. I don't know if I will or whatever, but... I'm going to try and, you know, I, I'm, I, I can, da, da, da. and I looked at him, I was like, baby, you're not going to try, you're going to do. And that's not saying that if he didn't, it would have been a big thing. Like, I don't want any Kyles or Karens up in my podcast or any of that right now. I appreciate feedback, but I will correct you if you come differently at me. Um, but I wanted to encourage him the best way that I know how. And since nobody knows my little boy like I do, because shit, he lived inside of me for a year and he's very much like his mother. I just wanted to let him know that there was not an option for him to fail. And I didn't care what that looked like. It didn't matter if you got a goal or 12 or didn't get any at all. It matters that you were there and it didn't fucking matter if you were scared. So I was tying his shoe for him and he looked at me down at me, which is weird. You know, even though he's very tall, he's not taller than me yet. And he goes, mommy, I'm ready. I said, what? Cause he never said it with that confidence. Yet. He goes, yeah, mom, I'm ready. I was like, that's my boy. So we walked out and I know that he's gotten to the space where he's getting a little embarrassed of me hugging all over him sometimes, but he still loves to hug on his mama. So he hasn't lost that cuteness just yet. But he is like eight going on 13 all of a sudden. I don't know how I'm going to deal with the sassiness when it actually comes out as a teenager. But anyway, we were walking on the field and he didn't know any of these kids. Like they were all from different teams or older than him. But he was walking and you could tell he was a little trepidatious. Like his stance was a little different and he wasn't like his confident self like he uses on the soccer field. And for Lyric, that's like his happy place. Soccer right now is like his radio mic or studio. And I just looked at him and I was like, hey, Lyric, come here. 
And I was like kind of serious that if anybody was watching, not that I care, but he does, that it was like a serious talk. And I looked at him and I go, baby, I was like, you're my kid and you got nothing to worry about. You're going to go out there and you're going to kill it. Believe that. Go. And he just looked at me, smiled, a cute little smirk with his gorgeous hazel eyes and went out there and he did just that. And, you know, this was a team, his side of it, made up of a lot of like a hodgepodge situations, not the players, but the like the the way it was put together, not in a bad way, but like they were just pulling players from other teams to make up a team for this game. So they weren't used to each other's moves. They weren't cohesive. You know, in sports, you got to have that. But he was being a team player with these people he didn't know. And he was encouraging people and getting in there. And it was fucking hot. He was sweating. He didn't care. He was going for it. He fell and some kid fell on top of him. I almost had a heart attack. I'm like, oh my God, I had one of my babies, you know, get stitches. We can't do this right now. I can't take that part. He got up. You could tell it kind of hurt him, but he went back and just killed it. And he scored a goal. And I was like, fuck yeah, that was manifested. You know, those little things that you don't think are big end up being the mountain that you want to move. I said this to somebody a while ago and she's like, you should put that on a candle. I said like baby steps can equal the mountain crumbling or something like that. Each little tiny step is brick after brick. The thing that you're going to do to build your fucking empire state building. That to me was his first moment. And that kid, he put on his vision board a year ago that he wanted to be messy. And I fucking believe that he will. He tells me all the time, mommy, when I'm messy and I'm going to have all this money, I'm going to buy you like $5,000 or $5,000 worth of diamonds. And I was like, baby, you keep it for yourself. And he goes, no, I want, I want to do that for you, mommy. Cause then you'll have money. And that makes me feel really bad. Cause then I feel like he's been eavesdropping on a few of the conversations that Marshall and I will have at night. Cause he sneaks out of his room or whatever, but he's always been a very intuitive kid with his mommy. And I just, ah, oh, he's the best. So, it's been a great weekend of highs, and I don't want to say lows, but highs and like half a staircase down and then up the staircase too and whatever. But when I was like thinking about it all and I met some people out there that wanted to bring me out for some more pop-ups and I remember when I wasn't able to get in any and then now I got into the exact one that I wanted to. And it's just going to open up from here. It was really weird that it was National Radio Day today. And I didn't really notice it until later. Because there's never a time in my adult life that radio wasn't forefront in my mind. And it's still true today. But I've been focusing so much more on House of W and Really Riley Podcast. Because obviously, you know, the doors were a little bit less open because of what happened last year. And I don't mean necessarily in the bit. Well, I don't even know. There's just, I have kids now. I have a home and there's all these things to consider. So it didn't seem like, okay, I'll go where the fuck I want to. Because I've built this whole life and maybe that listener was right. Maybe there is these things that are so much bigger than that. And the universe is like, you just hold on. <laughs> the same damn advice I'm giving you guys. Like, girl, you just hold on, Riley. Chill out, Boothang, and enjoy this ride that you're on right now. Because I built that roller coaster. Crystal by crystal, right? Brick by brick. Candle by candle. 
I'm going to fucking change the world. And I believe that. I don't care if people are like, ah, here's this girl. I don't care. I believe it with my whole heart. Like I always say, from my tits to my toes, I believe that with everything that I am. And how does that happen? With you guys. No, legit, it does. Like to see and hear and feel you guys come out there and tell me your stories as much as whatever, you know, negative mongrel monster got into my throat chakra today because it wasn't your stories that got me down. It was just sometimes I feel like auras from the outer things, like somebody's evil eye. We all know who that is with this cowboy hat. Um, we'll get into your heart space and it's icky, but I wasn't going to let that stop me. I never have. And it feels really good to see all this flourishing like that. And it really feels good to be able to share it with you guys and have you be such a fucking big part of this journey. Like, I don't think you guys realize how big you've been for me. You know, one of my listener fam was out there that she was telling me about, you know, being afraid to drive into work. She brought her mom because it was two day podcast or two day pop up. She brought her mom back the next day and her mom was like, walking up and she was like oh man like rarely you get to like see a face to a name and I was like really she's like yeah that's kind of isn't that how it is in radio I was like well not with this radio <laughs> not with really Riley or just Riley I like that um I'm gonna do it differently I'm gonna create something that other people don't or maybe I already have but I believe in me because you guys believe in me because my son believes in me and my husband believes in me. But you notice how I started that with I believe in me first before anybody else. Poignant right there. I was talking to another listener fam that I've known her for a long time. She's been an OG. I met her at Second Chance Prom in Baltimore years ago. And... She was telling me, like, Riley, I just really want you to give me good vibes because she has, you know, her two older sons are leaving to go into the military, into the Air Force. Bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all you're about to do or already have done, my boys. That's amazing. And she was just saying, like, I really just, I want love. I want to get rid of this depression. And I said to her, I was like, you know what? Because she was saying to me that, you know, her dog is like 15 and she might be, you know, about to cross the Rainbow Bridge, and obviously I went through that. It's not even recently, but it feels like I haven't processed it yet, but I felt her, and I was like, you know, I get it. That's so painful. It hurts really bad. All these things that you were, like your touchstones are being swept away. I feel that shit. And I was like, <laughs> almost talking to myself in her eyes. But I was still talking to her because that's how intentions work. But I was like, girl, it sucks. And you have to go through this river of emotion and, and hurt and pain and grief. But I feel like God and the universe are sweeping out a lot of things, whether they're your dearest things or not, in order to move mountains for you to find what you want next. That is... After the words left my lips, I was like, oh, shit, I got to do this too. I mean, I've been better at it the last couple of weeks, but I was like, girl, you just got to let go. The minute you unclench that fist and you let the blood flow back into your hand and you open it up to see what's going to grab you next, 
boom, that's when it starts happening. I need to go back and read Rhonda Burns' The Magic because The Secret is the book that started it all for me about manifestation. And there's a series that I love all of them. And it was The Magic that really was the one that I, because, you know, the first secret tells you all about what the secret is and power of positive thinking and manifestation and does a lot of practices. But the magic is the one that really gets into the nitty gritty of giving you the practices of it all and exercises to do. And it's funny that I just said, you know, that's where the magic happens when you fucking let go. So yeah, it was a good weekend. And I'm really excited that you guys are here on this journey with me. I did bring out some of the merch and you guys loved it and it makes me so happy. And I got to get to work, man, because I got another pop-up coming up um, for Essex Day in Baltimore. Excited about that one because I've never been to that one. And apparently there's a lot of people. And I sold out so many candles. It's amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. My mortgage is going to be paid now because of you, literally. Um, But I got to get to work. I got to create some new things. And I'm just really optimistic. And the boy goes back to school. He's a second grader. (laughs) Uh, Better busy than bored and better hopeful than hurting. And that's what I'm going to leave you with. But welcome to the new We Got This Fam listeners or We Got This Army listeners. Got a couple of you over the weekend. Your welcome packets are coming. And side note, some of your guys' welcome goodies got sent back to me, which irritates the crap out of me, but I'm going to send them back. I don't know why the, the, the you know mail hates me, but don't worry. You're going to get your welcome packets. I'm going to be sending you guys an email with the new merch for you guys to get foot dibs on it because... You know me, I make everything with my own two hands and then I have ADHD and sometimes things sell out. So when they do, they're gone. When they're gone, they're gone. Um, So message me if you guys see some stuff you like so I can get on that for you. But uh, if you want to become part of the We Got This Army, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm going to manifest that you do. Um, You get a lot of good perks and you get a lot of inside stuff and newsletters from me. And uh, last week, the manifestation seminar that I did in boot camp that moved a lot of cynical radio people, I sent it out to my We Got This fam. So side note, I love you guys for like signing up and supporting the Really Riley podcast for nothing. Because <laughs> some of you is like, oh, I haven't even paid attention to it, which makes me happy that you guys just want to support to support. But get the goodies, damn it. Um, check your emails. So if you want to sign up, reallyreillypodcast.com. There's a link on there when you scroll down a little bit past the merch in the shop. Um, if you have an Ask Riley, reallyreillypodcast at gmail.com. Or if you have a Show Me the Ring or a Small Business Spotlight you want to do, um, text line 410-604-8895. Really Riley Podcast on Instagram. Really Riley Podcast on TikTok. House of W by Riley on Instagram. Riley Couture and Riley Couture 7 on TikTok. And do me a favor, would you? Could you go follow me on TikTok on House of W by Riley? Because apparently you have to have a thousand followers to put your web link up there, which, and the same thing with Really Riley on Instagram or Really Riley Podcast. Do me that salad and I'll appreciate you forever, ever. Hope you guys have a really good Monday and I will see you on Wednesday. It's Really Riley.